It's not just time to get away. It's time to travel with Anita. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Now, here's the host of Travel with Anita, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel with Anita and Friends. Sailing on the deep blue sea with a gentle breeze and that calming rocking of the ship is one of the best ways to vacation. So come along with me today when I take you on board Royal Caribbean's Odyssey of the Seas. It's their newest ship. I just got back from a cruise excursion filled with action, but also some relaxation exploring in that calming awe feeling when you're out on the sea. And Royal Caribbean's new ship was my playground for my first post-pandemic cruise. Now, with 14 decks packed with fun for the whole family, my days were infused with Caribbean beats floating through the air, that wide open space throughout the ship. And I spent my days and evenings, too, milling around, shopping, Sipping cocktails, too, (laughs) grabbing a bite of pizza, and also snapping some selfies. Because on the ship, there are spectacular backdrops that you can use for those great selfies that are colorful art installations, and they're all over the ship. So much great art. So if you are into art, you would definitely love that part of the ship. Now, you definitely want to click your camera inside the ship, but I know, I know those shots with the... Turquoise water are always what makes a Caribbean photo say, come this way. (laughs) You'll definitely get those too. Now, when you visit also Coco Key, which is Royal Caribbean's private island getaway, it's the perfect day at Coco Key. So perfect that that is truly its name. (laughs) So you can choose a spot for a sunny, fun day and those turquoise waters as well. And a quick walk or a tram ride from where the ship docks, you can choose your ideal way to experience beach fun or cabana life or thrill park with water slides and wave pools, zip lines, snorkeling. And also there's uh, some delicious food and tasty beverages all around the island. And just a short walk from the ship, you're surrounded with something for everyone. Now, isn't that what family vacation really is all about? Something that everyone can enjoy, can have fun with, and you can switch it up a little bit. Have a little fun and action, and then also a little relaxation, too. Now, I enjoy the cabana life, but I think you probably knew that already. (laughs) Relaxation is the name of my game. And exploring the island via the tram to check out all of the other action spots was also a perfect thing, too. And just walking around. But back on the ship, there's no stopping the merriment. My friend, who went along with me, and I headed up to Deck 15 for bumper cars. Yep, you heard that right. Bumper cars are on board the ship. And then moving up to Deck 16 to experience iFly, which is a simulated skydiving, I watched as my friend gave it a try. I have to admit, I didn't try that one. But with high nerves and a little adventurous spirit kind of roaring around there, it was fun to watch her as she gave it a try. And I have to tell you, I was the photographer, and you would definitely want one of them if you tried the iFly because it is so much fun to watch your friends or your family members or even someone taking photographs of you giving that a try. 
So you definitely want to have a designated photographer to capture this mammoth amount of excitement. So built for adventure around the world, the Odyssey of the Seas will take you on an adventure around the eastern, western, and southern Caribbean from now until April of 2022, leaving from Fort Lauderdale. Then after that, they head over to Europe to sail around the Mediterranean. So if you're looking for that Mediterranean fun and adventure, from May 2022 to October 2022, you can explore the Greek Isles or the Holy Land selling all from Rome. So you can also take in a little bit of Rome there as well. Now, while I was on board the ship, I had a chance to also do a little bit of shopping, as I mentioned earlier. But there are other things that you can do as well. You can check out the bars and the lounges. There are quite a few of those on board. And there are lots of amenities. So if you're not into the iFly or doing some of those kind of things, there's a basketball court and there's the Royal Theater. So you can take in a lot of great entertainment that way as well. And there's also a rock climbing wall. So you can try your hand at that as well. Now, if you've seen some of the commercials, you may have seen the flow riders on board these ships as well. The Odyssey of the Seas has a flow rider as well. So you can definitely give that a try. Or maybe you can just send the kids over to try that. I'm not so sure that um, I have the balance for that. I'd have to practice a little bit to really get my, my sea legs on that one. But it's certainly there for lots of fun. Then also, too, you can have uh, the virtual adventure zone. You can go there and have some virtual kind of uh, fun as well. And there is the indoor-outdoor activity complex. It just has a lot of different things that you can try. Now, there's also the music hall and the solarium where you can go and kind of kick back in the pool, de pool there and take in the ocean as you're sailing. It gives a really, really great view there at the head of the ship. And if you're into gambling, there is the Casino Royale that you can go and try your luck there. Uh, Lady Luck hopefully will be on your side while you are <laughs> putting in the, in the money there into the machines. I had a chance to give it a couple of tries with my friend. Uh, we wanted to test it out before she goes on another trip where she's headed out to the casinos. So we gave it a little try and actually increased our earnings, but not by a lot. But we increased it enough to uh, keep us happy to to keep trying uh, <laughs> trying to win more money. But definitely the casino there is a lot of fun. And if you're just one of those who likes to watch and take it all in, you can certainly do that as well. But you know, one of the things that I really like to do when I'm on a cruise ship is just sit out on the balcony. And my room, had my stateroom, had a balcony. So you can go there, prop your feet up, and just watch the ocean as you sail by. And take a cocktail with you or just a beverage of any kind. Take a book with you. It is the perfect way to relax right in your stateroom. And my stateroom, as I mentioned, was one with a balcony. And you can also get staterooms with an ocean view. So just depending on exactly what type of stateroom you want. But they're all there ready for you to give it a try and book your cruise so that you can try some of all of these different activities as well. Now, there are 16 total decks on board this ship. So there's lots of fun, lots of shopping, lots of great restaurants that you can try as well. There's complimentary dining and there's also specialty dining as well. So you can give all of that a try. Now, there are 1,663 international crew on board the ship as well. So you don't have to worry about customer service because there are enough people there to make sure you get everything that you need in a family-friendly type way. Because that's what um, cruising on Royal Caribbean really feels like. Is it feels like you're cruising with your family. Everyone's so friendly, so inviting, 
ready to help you have the best time with you and your family. Because again, that's what a cruise vacation is all about. It's having fun with your family, taking those memories back home with you. But now later in the show, I'm going to talk with my friend over at Royal Caribbean just about all of the different things about the ship. Because I had a chance to sit down with Mark Tamis, who is the Senior Vice President of Hotel Operations. And he shares a lot of great information about Royal Caribbean and, of course, about this new ship that they have now selling the Caribbean. And we talk about a little bit of everything. But one of the things that I really enjoyed hearing about was about the crew, because the crew really does make your journey very special. And don't forget to take your travel buddy with you, and that would be Allianz Travel Insurance. They're the best ones to take along on a cruise because, as I always say, you can let them do the worrying and you have all of the fun. So check out their website at AllianzTravelInsurance.com, and there you'll find the perfect plan for you and your cruise getaway. So we'll stop here, take a break, and when we come back, I'm going to jump into that and talk with him just about... Royal Caribbean, what makes it your choice for a cruise? And this particular ship, what makes it so special as well? So sit tight, and I'll be back in a few minutes. We're on Travel with Anita and Friends, selling the deep blue sea today on Royal Caribbean. If you were a boat, my darling, a boat, my darling, I'd be the wind at your back. If you were afraid, my darling, afraid, my darling, I'd be. The courage you lack for a royal comeback to sailing the deep blue sea? Well, I really miss cruising, and I couldn't get back on board fast enough to capture that feeling you only get on board. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends, where I share my recent experience on Royal Caribbean, my royal comeback to sailing. I've been talking about my experience on a recent press trip to learn about Royal Caribbean's new ship, Odyssey of the Seas. Now, I asked our friends over at Royal Caribbean to share what they are doing to make selling the great adventure on the seas that we always expect. Mark Thomas, Senior Vice President of Hotel Operations, shares what makes Royal Caribbean our cruise choice and how safety and health is their top priority. Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's kind of a multi-layered story. We were always the choice. When it comes to the best cruise line, especially for families on the high seas, hands down, I'm a little biased, but always Royal Caribbean International. But really we are, we're the only cruise line in the world, I believe, again, a little biased, (laughs) that we have both the combination of quality and energy. And you find lots of cruise lines that are very high quality, kind of low energy. And you find some cruise lines that are really high energy, a little lower quality. Mm. Royal Caribbean International is energy and quality. And so we've always been the best, but when you said get back out there, The Royal Comeback, where we are in this stage in our life, is an incredible place for all of us. And there is no safer vacation in the world, hands down, than being on a cruise ship, literally anywhere, but specifically Royal Caribbean International. 
But all of us in the cruise industry have banded together. We always come together when it comes to the safety at life at sea. We're on the same page. Of course, we compete, best restaurants, best whatever. But when it comes to keeping the crew safe, the guests safe, and the places where we visit, the people that live there safe, the cruise industry is literally hands down the best in this pandemic. The way we've come together is incredible. And you said something to me when we were just chatting before about like, some people are only comfortable like doing a road trip to grandma's house. Right. But I'll tell you what, I took my mom, she's 82, she's a grandma, I've got three kids, my sister's got a daughter, (laughs) she's got four grandkids. She came on the ship, we did Oasis of the Sea, she was part of the simulation sailing out of uh, Cape Liberty in New Jersey. She was shocked how safe it was. And she hadn't been out of her house in almost two years. She was literally crying coming on the ship. Like, just how great it felt to be on the ship. And then after a couple days, she was like, I can't believe how safe it is. <laughs> she felt safer there than being like in her own home in the Poconos. And going in and out to the grocery store, because some people are feeling like that's the only kind of venturing out they want to do that's outside of their kind of family bubble. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit, though, about what some of those safety uh, things are that you guys are putting in place or have in place that, you know, can reassure people that may be kind of thinking, oh, is it really time to get back out there yeah. and get on a cruise ship? Because I know I went through a couple of, of different steps as did every other passenger on here, and I understand your whole crew does too. One of the things I enjoyed talking with Celia about too, she says it's one community here. So it's not like the crew and then it's the passengers. It's one community. So everyone is focused on that safety. So let's talk a little bit about that, exactly what what we have to go through. It is so true. And, And part of the reason the service and the feeling you get from the crew on board the ship is you're literally joining them in their home. They live here. So they really feel like you're visiting family, visiting them in their home, and they treat you like family. But talking specifically about our healthy return to service protocols, every crew member is vaccinated, every crew member is tested every week, even though they're vaccinated, and then we have very specific procedures. You know, every now and then there's what you call a breakthrough case, you know, where someone's fully vaccinated and they're still, uh, you know, asymptomatic, but they test positive for the virus, and we have areas in the ship they they stay and then they eventually get off they get care if they need it and it's super safe but the bottom line is there is no safer place in the world than on a cruise ship again the crew are all vaccinated they're tested every week every guest that comes across the gangway if they're eligible for the vaccine they're vaccinated as well and they're tested so they test at home If you're uh, vaccinated, Mm -hmm. you're obviously vaccinated, you have your vaccine card, you're also then tested and you're coming to the ship. There are, there's a very small population of people that aren't vaccinated Uh, right now. That's for the kids who are five to 11 years old. So uh, we're still working through that because that approval is very new. Yeah. And you know, it's gonna take a while for parents to get that group of kids vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So right now we highly recommend those kids are vaccinated because they can get vaccinated, but it's not required yet. Mm -hmm. And so those kids are tested. So they, they have to be tested three days before the cruise at home. And then when they come to the pier, right at the pier, they're tested again. Right. So that group, that very small group, and it's a very small percentage. I mean, when we, when we, when you talk about one community, the crew and the guests together, right. You know, on average, it's well, well north of ninety-five percent that in that average of those two together that are vaccinated. That are vaccinated, right? And yet, 
they're all tested. They're all tested. And then on top of that, we have all different protocols in place. And you also have a survey that we have to answer before we can even kind of like check Absolutely. in and everything. We ask you all the health questions. And, and I you, can, have to, you have to be healthy. You have to be healthy. And I can tell you that your crew that's there checking us in, they will not let you buy until you show the results. Oh, they don't that mess you are around. Negative. They don't, mess around. they don't mess around at no, all. No, they'll, they'll do it with a smile. Oh, yeah. Very friendly about oh, it. Oh, very friendly. No, no, they, they, they know their job. I didn't realize I clicked yes to one of the questions. <laughs> I got a huge denial. And then I had to go through a whole thing to, you know, yeah. because, you know, and I, I'm healthy. So mm -hmm. to my point is like paying attention to detail, even for myself, someone who runs all the operations, you know, they don't let me slide. They still came back. I had to have an interview and I said, no, really, I'm healthy. I, I, I accidentally clicked accidentally. the wrong button. But, you know, you bring up a good point, though, because we do want, you know, because we are getting back out there. We have all these safety protocols that people do need to take the time when they are completing these type surveys and getting things done to make sure that there's no delay That's with right. getting them on to having the fun. Because that's, that's right. the whole reason why we're getting back out here. That's right. But now, Mark, I wanted to move over and ask you a couple of questions about your crew because, you know, you're talking about them being vaccinated and all that, but they also really do make you feel like you're part of the family. I mean, this whole thing about energy, you know, I had heard that at Senior Alls videos. And when I stepped on board the ship yesterday, I was like, oh, yeah. You can, I mean, this, the energy is out there. It's all part of everything. So tell me about your crew. How many crew do you have on this big ship, this big, magnificent ship of yours? The crew are literally the heartbeat of everything we do. We like to say, and we do feel, we have the best ships. Mm -hmm. In the industry, we call that hardware. You know, the ships are the hardware. Yeah. But really what differentiates a vacation with Royal Caribbean International is the crew. They are so passionate, so friendly. They're so committed to delivering a great vacation. They live what we call internally and how we speak to each other. They live the royal way. Mm -hmm. And the royal way is just that, being friendly, being passionate, and being committed. They come from 97 different countries. And in total, it fluctuates a little bit, but it's about 1,800 crew members on board Odyssey of the Seas. 97 different countries, and the way they get along with each other and sometimes out in the real world they might be from countries that might not get along together but when they're on the ship it's one family, it's one family. and it's all kumbaya oh, i love that I love the crew a vital part of our cruise experience i always say so let's stop for a break and when we come back i have more questions for mark about the crew and a very amazing story that he shares with me now today's show is brought to you by Allianz Travel Insurance. I always say that they're your travel buddy. And when you're cruising, you definitely want to take along a travel buddy like that with travel insurance so that they can take all of the worry out of your trip and you put all of the fun into your trip. And you can certainly do that on Royal Caribbean, as you heard Mark saying. But when we come back, I am really touched by some of the stories that he shares about how they put forth a lot of effort and support to make sure that during the pandemic, their crews were taken care of. And I think you'll agree with me. Hey, it's kind of a case study in that. So I'll be back in a few minutes here on Travel with Anita and Friends. Nothing to lose, won't you let me 
the true mark of a great company is how they treat their employees. The people who make an organization be great are, they make it just so-so. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. Today I'm sharing my experience sailing with Royal Caribbean on their new ship, Odyssey of the Seas. And while talking with Mark Tamis, Senior Vice President of Hotel Operations, we talked about the crew and how they are the hardware, and that's H-E-A-R-T, hardware, of their company, making Royal Caribbean a top choice among cruisers. But here comes a pandemic. Country by country is shut down. Cruise ports are closed. The travel industry faces a worldwide stop point, really, all around the travel industry. And cruise lines are anchored in port or out at sea. Royal Caribbean shows its true colors in supporting their crews in ships around the world. Their story can actually be a case study in treating your employees with respect and appreciation. Mark and I continue our conversation about helping the crews miles and miles away from home find a sense of place on board their home ships or uniting them with families around the world. We were all in this together. We still are. But when the pandemic first happened, and of course, nobody knew what it was at the beginning. Yeah. And then and then we had come together. You know, we have kind of what we call the incident response room where we come together, starting to talk. And we're like, oh, wow, we might have to cancel one cruise on one ship. Mm. You know, oh, our ship in Hong Kong might not sail next week. Our ship in Shanghai might not sail. And then next thing you know, it's a global pandemic. And we had over 60,000 crew members that were on our ships that needed to go home. Mm -hmm. And again, they come from 97 countries and almost every country had closed their borders because that was the initial response because nobody really knew what was happening. Didn't know what it was. And so we couldn't get our crew members home. So it was honestly, I've been doing this for a long time, but I would have to say it was the most trying six months of my entire career. Mm -hmm. Knowing what the crew were going through on board, knowing that they were separated from their families, which they normally are, so they know how to deal with that, but separated during the pandemic where they really want, they wanted to go home, they wanted to be with their family, and they couldn't. It took us six months. We had to do things as an example. I mean, we did... We chartered 350 jets. We were flying all over the country. We were negotiating with embassies and countries. But what we did, we're actually here today in Perfect Day in Coco Key. We brought uh, seven ships that were in the Caribbean, and we took all of our Indian crew members, and then we had them come onto the island, and then we brought Anthem of the Seas here, and we put all the Indian crew members onto Anthem of the Seas. She sailed from the Bahamas to Mumbai, and got, and then once they got there, because that was the only way we were able to negotiate with the Indian government. They said, okay, if you bring them in together on a cruise ship, then we'll help clear them. We can have medical officers, blah, blah, blah. And then we can get them home to their to their actual homes. And that was incredible. So that, 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 that's, well, we that probably- you the heart of Royal Caribbean. Absolutely. I mean, you talked about the heart being the ship. The yeah, heart no, the heart. The is heart. always is also the heart. With the people. So, did everyone want to go home? Um, I know. I mean, it was so much going on during that time, and we didn't know. I mean, you think about April 2020. Uh, this is what I usually go back to. You know, we were still keeping the groceries outside because we didn't know, and you didn't know if your neighbor had it, but you hear someone. I mean, it was just so crazy. So, what about the crew members? Were they wanting to go home? I mean, what, what was their sense of of keeping themselves safe? You know, it was really amazing, Anita, because our focus was getting the 60,000 crew members home. But from the very beginning, the first thing we said, if whatever reason, you don't have to tell us why, but if you don't want to go home for safety reasons, you might not have a place to go home. 
you know, you might feel like you might get sick at home, you are welcome to stay on board. And we had, you know, a couple thousand crew members who from the beginning said, please, you know, can I stay? And we said, of course you can stay. This is your home. Mm-hmm. Did you have certain ships that you kind of put everybody on or how, how did you manage that? They would stay on their ships. On their ships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wherever they were, they would stay. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's always work to be done on a cruise ship. Well, even in a pandemic, you know, talk about being the safest place to be. Yeah. You know, these were literally islands unto themselves. So mm-hmm. it was very safe on board. And in some cases, you know, not not many, most people wanted to be with their families, but in some cases they felt the safest place for them to be was on board. Well, you know, because when you think about bubbles that people say that, you know, they want to kind of set up with knowing that everyone's kind of safe within my bubble, certainly a cruise ship uh, represents that. That's exactly what it was. It was a bubble and there were lots of bubbles floating around. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This company always does the right thing. We had... um, we had an internal group called RCL Cares, mm-hmm. where the crew members, if they had hardships at home, which everyone had hardships at home, they could actually apply for grant money. Mm-hmm. And we literally, um, through qual- through this qualification process, were able to help the crew member in the terms of tens of millions of dollars. Do you have any special stories of something that happened? Well, what's really interesting is my job is all the operations on the ships. So me and my team, we're on the ships all the time. So I know so many of the crew members, a lot by name, but if not by name, certainly by face, just from traveling the ships. And a couple of things that we did, it was really important to stay in close contact with our, our crew members at home. So one thing we did is we pr- produced a television show. Um, and that show was twice a week. It was a half hour show and we distributed around the world and you know myself and other people were a big part of it and every week every show i would kind of really take some time and try and think about a very specific um, uh, story a very specific theme that i wanted to share with them usually around perseverance and those kind of things and i would talk to the crew um, through this tv show and then now that's uh, morphed into a newsletter and what i didn't realize is like how much that touched the crew. Mm-hmm. And now when I'm on the ships, like I, I was just on the island, at least 12 different crew members stopped me and they're like, Are you, you're, you're Mark Tamas, I haven't met you before. And then they would, which is touching. But then they, more importantly was they'd tell me about like how they were at home, how they were isolated, how they were lonely, how they were Felt scared, separated. separated. They didn't yeah. know what was gonna happen. And then they would get this message and they're like, okay, not now, but we're gonna come back. Mm-hmm. And here we are the royal comeback so it, it means a lot to them and it means even more to me i love the royal comeback i love that that's perfect tell me a little bit about the destinations coming up for 2022 and of course we can book far ahead for cruises so even 2023 we talked this morning uh, in the media briefing i heard a lot about south and central america and mexico and places like that but what about europe because i know my listeners really like europe and europe is a place that you know we couldn't get there either so people are ready to get back out there on a cruise ship yeah, destinations are very important to Royal Caribbean International. So two things specifically, this ship, Odyssey of the Seas, is meant, built for, and is going to do island hopping in the Caribbean and then island hopping in Europe in the summers. So through the Greek Isles. So she'll spend her summers based out of Civitavecchia, which is Rome, Italy. And in the winter, she'll be here in Fort Lauderdale sailing the Caribbean. So this ship is great for island hopping, both whether you're in Europe or in the Caribbean. And speaking of destinations, we have, um, we just announced our world cruise. 
So the, yeah, the, the, long, the longest cruise ever announced. Yes. Uh, and we sold within less than two weeks, 70% of the ship was sold out. Incredible. For, for a 274 day journey around the world. And in fact, our top suite on that ship sold for, can I say it? Like $760,000. And these are non-refundable deposits. People are ready to travel and get back to sea, especially with Royal Caribbean International. Especially, yeah, especially with you guys. But do they need a friend to come along? Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> that family, a Canadian family, they actually booked two additional cabins oh. just in case because they know friends are going to come and go. So I'll introduce you, Anita, and you can be one of those friends. <laughs> I can work it all out with yeah. them. Well, that sounds fantastic. That's very exciting. It really is. Well, you heard me at the end of there, trying to become a friend with a family who has reserved their top suite. Now, that would be a dream come true. And on Odyssey of the Seas, choose your suite, the star level, sky, or sea level. And I had a chance to take a look inside those suites, and I can tell you they're pretty sweet, especially those two level ones. But there are fabulous staterooms to choose from with an interior stateroom, ocean view, on my favorite way to cruise, a balcony stateroom. Now, when we come back, I'll stop here. I will continue my conversation with Mark. I'm not letting him go yet. But we'll be back in a few minutes on Travel with Anita and Friends. Who's ready for cruising? It's back and Royal Caribbean invites you to their new ship, Odyssey of the Seas, for the royal treatment and a getaway ready to make lots of memories. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. And today I have been giving you a tour of Royal Caribbean's Odyssey of the Seas ship, along with Mark Thomas, who's the Senior Vice President of Hotel Operations. Now he's been my friend today, sharing many of the details about the unique qualities and exactly what the brand is known for, experiences that are both energetic, fun, and of course, memory makers. I always love that. Now I know from my time on the ship, that it was great. However, I asked Mark to share really what makes the ship your choice for a great cruise coming up real soon, I know. Yeah, this is now the flagship of Royal Caribbean International Odyssey of the Seas. What's this ship and what is great about it? It is the perfect combination of everything that's been great about the Oasis class and everything that's been great about what we call the Quantum class, bringing it together to create Odyssey. So the pool deck's a great example. So we learned around, you know, this being the, you know, the latest in the family of the Quantum class ships. Now the pool decks are all open. In the past, one of the pools was indoors. The rest were outdoors. Now you see the whole expansive outdoor pool deck. Caribbean is so important. You know, it's the middle name of Royal Caribbean International. So we have a really Caribbean inspired and colorful uh, pool deck anchored by the lime and coconut, yeah. which is a great pool bar <laughs> right next to Splash Away Bay, which is where the kids have fun. So this is the perfect example of how we bring family adventures and family memories to life at sea, Royal Caribbean International and Odyssey of the Seas specifically. 
So, yeah, so as I mentioned, I know my listeners love going to Europe. So, Odyssey of the Seas, but any other ship? Well, it's funny you should ask. Just last week, I was in Saint-Nazaire, France, in the shipyard, and we took delivery of Wonder of the Seas. And Wonder of the Seas is literally the world's largest cruise ship. She's the next ship in the Oasis class, and she'll be sailing out of Barcelona. So Wonder of the Seas in Barcelona, Odyssey of the Seas in Civitavecchia, we've got Europe covered. You definitely, definitely do. And how many passengers will that ship hold? Oh, that's a big one. No, 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 no. It's not secret. It's just a big one. It's a, it's you know about sixty two hundred guests. Oh, and Odyssey of the Seas. Odyssey of the Seas is about four thousand guests. Okay, perfect, perfect. But you never feel like it when you're on board. Oh. The way these ships are designed yeah. in the different neighborhoods, the different spaces. The only time you ever feel like it's a big crowd is when you, we want you to feel like it's a big oh. crowd. Like on the Oasis class, we have these beautiful parades for the kids that come through. And obviously in a parade, you're going to feel like a crowd. Uh-huh. Other than that, you're going to feel like you've got your own space. Even on these ships, the best ships in the world, Royal Caribbean International. Yeah, well, it really does feel like you can have your kind of own space. But I also feel as though you're part of a cruise because that's one of the things we're looking for, that energy that does come with all of the other passengers. Absolutely. That connection with other guests is, you know, that's something not only connecting with your family, but meeting people from all around the world. You always meet people on a cruise. That's one of the great things. I mean, I've met a couple of people just in a day and a half. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, definitely. It's a beautiful ship. It's really magnificent. It really is. And thank you for the opportunity to be on it and experience it. But now, I know people are ready, hearing all these great things. They're ready to start booking. So how should they go about that? I know you work very closely with uh, travel advisors. Well, that's exactly that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, contact your uh, travel advisor. We love working with your advisors. They're great experts, especially if you're kind of new to cruise. They can really make sure that you're on the right itinerary in the right stateroom. Make sure you're most comfortable. You can also book directly with us. So we're we're you know happy any way you want to book as long as you book. So look at Royal Caribbean International um, dot com as well. So uh, rccl.com is another RCC. option. RCCL.com. That's right. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. I really appreciate you taking the time to sit with me and answer some questions. And we'll be booking those cruises. Please do, Anita. We'll see you back on board. We're Caribbean International. Are you ready? Contact your travel advisor and you can check out the various action, fun-packed itineraries and a visit to the website. We'll tell you all about that. So visit their website, rccl.com. And I think you'll agree that this ship is something special. And for the folks who love to hear all of the stats and those kind of fun facts about things, here are some fun facts about the Odyssey of the Seas. To design and build the Odyssey, it took them three and a half years. Yep, three and a half years. Now, I don't know if you thought that it would take longer time or shorter time, but three and a half years sounds pretty, you know, pretty right to build a ship that is fabulous and outstanding as this one is. Now, if you stood the ship upright, it would be 1,138 feet high. Wow. Now, that is um, seven times as tall as the Coliseum. (laughs) That's pretty tall. And the width of the ship? Well, you'll have to line up 13 NASA Perseverance Mars rovers. Now, that's super wide, and it's filled with not only staterooms, restaurants, bars, and cafes, but also theaters, pools, decks jam-packed with activities for everyone. So you got to use all that wide space for a lot of fun stuff. And everyone, I mean everyone, no one goes home saying, I didn't have enough fun on the Odyssey of the Seas. 
Now, they'll definitely say that they had a once-in-a-lifetime soar in the air with the North Star viewing deck. The 300-foot-tall North Star is six times taller than the Parthenon in Greece. You can see for miles and miles and miles. So you definitely want to get signed up to do that. Fun, fun, fun up on that top deck. And with 17 guest elevators, you can step on and step off, and then you'll be on to your destination without too much standing in line and waiting for elevators. 17 is a pretty good number. And I'm sure you've heard the question asked before. I certainly have. What about being eco-friendly? Well, they have that too, because 90% of the fresh water on board is produced by the ship itself. And when they're in port, the ship features shore power connectivity, which removes emissions while connected at port. Now, I say give them a thumbs up, give them a A plus on that for being, for, for being you know, eco-friendly with all of those things. Definitely a thumbs up on that. Now, as a travel expert, I am often asked about the experience one can have when traveling. And the question about cruising always comes around to what about the food? <laughs> well, I can tell you, you guys probably already know this. I ate my way around the ship because, you know, I'm always talking about the culinary delights in all of the places that I go to. So let's just start with that, that I ate my way around the ship. And it wasn't hard because there are over 25 food and beverage venues. And I can tell you that that's enough to visit three different places each day of the week. And I'm telling you, you'll want to try them all. The food is good wherever you go. And with complimentary dining, there is the Windjammer. There's the main dining room. Um, there's the cafe at 270. Plus, there's many, many more opportunities. And you'll always have to plan a special night of dining when cruising. And no, you don't have to have some special celebration because your celebration can be that you're on board with family and friends and sailing along the gorgeous sea. That's enough celebration right there. And there are specialty dining op uh, options that will fit your preference. And one of them is called Wonderland. Just that name for a restaurant tells you that it's going to be creative culinary delights. And the chefs are amazing. They are creating pairings that delight not only the palate, but also the eyes, too. It is truly a wonderland of food. Now, I had dinner at Chops Grill, uh, where if you are a steak lover like I am, you need to raise your hand because this is your spot. You can bring along your seafood lovers, too, though, because... They'll like to try the lobster and the shrimp, and it's all grilled to perfection. And if you're ready for Italian, well, I mean, really, who isn't ready for Italian, right? <laughs> There's Giovanni's, and that's your spot. All of your favorites and delicious wine pairings there, too. And the selection of pizzas will have the whole family ordering a pie. And when I say pizza, this is not just for kids. Adults will love these pizzas as well. So what a great opportunity to be on board also for so many wonderful memories that you can create there. But one of my highlights was Erin Brown, a woman with a beautiful story, is the godmother of the ship. Now, we gathered around the pool deck as Royal Caribbean's uh, group chairman and CEO, Richard Fain, and Royal Caribbean's international president and CEO, Michael Bailey, gave an emotional presentation to honor and praise Brown. She is Royal Caribbean's first Bahamian godmother, and she's a true icon in her home of the Bahamas, but also here now on Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean will recognize her because of, of this status. Brown survived cancer and had to have her leg amputated, yet that didn't stop her. She persevered to come back and participate in the Paralympics game qualifier. The crowd roared in emotional excitement as Aaron unleashed the maximum champagne to name the ship 
Odyssey of the Seas. Now it's time for you to come on board. They are ready and waiting for you. So bon voyage and happy sailing. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back in two weeks with another great destination. Bye-bye.